Okay, kids, let's go. C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. You can found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are recording from the depths of Ohio. <laughs> I am Commander Cody. I am Opar Cody. Dude, I don't know. I don't Thank know. You. I don't know what happened, but I tweaked my back before. I was replacing the surge protector under my desk because I needed one with more outlets, and I was laying on my back, and I don't know. I just tweaked the wrong way, and I pulled a muscle, and that's like every almost everything hurts. I'm trying to stay in like one position. Almost every <laughs> almost everything. So don't make me laugh. Don't do any comedy. Everything this time. but my fingernails and my toenails. Pretty much. Every, other than that, it it fucking hurts. Yeah, so don't do any comedy this episode. I'm just going to try to sit in one location. Today, it's all facts. All facts. Facts and, for you fools. Yeah, no speculation, no news, all facts. That's it. Not a single joke will be <sighs> expired today. How's your quarantine going? That's fine. Are you back in full force? Or are you still working from home? Uh, this week, I'll be getting back on the road. Actually, probably tomorrow. Nice. Um, Good. Yeah, ready to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, dipping the toes and seeing what happens. We need to get back to some level of fucking normalcy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you agree? Don't you agree? That's what I think. I just feel like, I mean, things have been pretty normal over here, I guess, except for working at the house instead of at the office. But now I'm back here, so everything's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, for the most part, I feel like uh, it is normal. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like we go out that much, but uh, the work thing, not not w- traveling for work is the weirdest thing for me. But uh, yeah, outside of that, um, I mean, even the gyms are open back up. So, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Very well. That's where the missus is today. That That's why I can yell as loud as I want. <laughs> Talk and trash. Not get yelled at, so. Yell about yell at women. Yell about glass yell. armor. Say, I I think ebony armor is the best kind of armor. Fuck glass armor. You know what I think? <laughs> That's what She's I think still of got it. cameras and setups. So I'm not going <laughs> to say it. She's got security systems ready. Security systems are yep. when she's out of the house. When you're in the house. Protocol. Yeah. Imperialisms. She's, she's watching. Are in depth. She's waiting so, and watching. Uh, waiting in the wings, in the closets, and in the zooms. We, uh, it's got hot. It got hot all of a sudden. Oh, yes. Uh, weather squadron. Yes, it did. So. Yes, it did indeed. It was a great weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Good stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, we, we had, uh, torrential downpours all week and then we hit the weekend and it was just sunshine throughout. So, and today I think it hit about 90. So, yeah, it was nasty. It out was, there. uh, nasty it in was, a good yeah. way. Been pretty, 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 breathtaking. So, I uh I see you're drinking the the liquid death. I saw ads for that a few months ago, and I was I considered getting it, but Dude, is it just water? I've been all about it. Yeah, it's it's 
just carbonated water, sparkling water. It looks like some savage beer, but it's just sparkling water. But it's good, yeah. man. It's tasty. And it's like, I'm not drinking that LaCroix nonsense. I want some liquid death. I want some liquid death. <laughs> the this only is the most savage is water the can. in the can. <laughs> Brand is huge. I mean, yeah, this is this. I feel much better. I feel like it tastes better, even though it probably is the same water. From the same You're spring. trying to present yourself as a, a human, not exactly. a, a female. Exactly. <laughs> because there's a difference. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're onto something there. No, I saw, there I go. did see that ad for Liquid Death and it caught my eye and I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And they had a sale for Corona Virus Special. So I bought a, bought some and it's, it's delicious. I'm all about it. I'm quenching my thirst. Yeah. The show. It matches too. So. We've got no news, so it's going to be a short episode, maybe three or four minutes. We have a little bit of news. Uh, I did, I did put uh, something together that I'd like to get get to a little later, and uh, the list is called the new original trilogy. Uh, so I made a list of my favorite things that they've added to that timeline uh, through movies and games, and and uh, you know the original trilogy was somewhat limited uh, in four, five, and six in the expanse of what they had at their fingertips yeah um but uh, the more recent like disney uh additions have added a lot of depth and a lot of characters and a lot of storylines and a lot of cool stuff so i made a short list uh, that i called the new ot cool um so we'll get to that a little later uh i'm curious while we're kind of on the uh the spectrum of today what's today's news uh happy birthday christopher lee um he would have been Old as fuck, but um, <laughs> I did I did see that. But now he's immortal. Uh, he passed as fuck. away. What? He's been gone for what? Almost three years. Three, three years, or four. Maybe? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I saw that. I thought it was a, a, a nice uh, today. Is what May twenty seventh. So we got a shout Christopher out Christopher Lee Day. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Christopher yeah. Lee. What actually, do you think um, uh, he added to? The character of Count Dooku. Like, the Dooku, Dooku character had a lot of depth to it, but what do you think, a, as an actor, he added to the character of, of I almost said Vader, of Dooku? Uh, poise. Like, that was the interesting thing about Dooku, is he was, like, an aristocratic Sith Lord, which seems super weird, but for some reason, with Christopher Lee at the helm, it makes sense. It just seems like, you know, he just he's been around the block. He's, what, Count Dooku's, like, 85 years old. When he dies. Yeah. So he's just seen a lot, you know, and af- after we hear his backstory from the um, audiobook, I thought, no, he embodied it. It was perfect. Yeah, you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit of shit about the Dooku audiobook, but there were some things that I did like in it. Um, I enjoyed the family ties that they got into and that they created that he went back to. Um, and that's kind of where he adopted or readopted the name Count. Um, and that was kind of his like launching point to the dark side. He left left the Jedi Order. Um, so I mean, there were some highlights in that book, uh, few and far between. If I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you straight, no. but um, the 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 few and far betweens were were pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you it. Know, I'm for it. You I'm know, and it. then obviously like him uh, training. Bygone, and you see a little some aspects of that in in, in that book. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know what? One thing that comes to mind uh, with Christopher Lee acting uh, is his voice. 
Dooku oh, yeah. just commands your attention. He's like, a force I, on I, screen. I, I'm just like, yeah. I just, I like picture him in a, in the Jedi council and him having a dispute, even with like Mace Windu. And he'd just be like, no. And you're like, and Mace would be like, holy shit. Yes, sir. What do you need? I resign. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine the, uh, the budding heads of Count Dooku and Mace Windu? Jesus, two hard-headed fucks. Well, they talk shit to each other in that arena for a second. Also, Dooku's so confident. I think that's one thing that Christopher Lee really carries, too. He's just like, until literally up until the point where Anakin cuts his hands off, that's like the first time you see any sort of doubt or nervousness or fear in him at all. He's just cocky because he knows that he can fuck everything up. He just, you know, forgot about the the yeah, chosen he, one. He has like an unwavering to him. Like no matter what you're going to tell him, he's already, he knows it. He's been there and done it. Yeah. Like until he comes across fucking Anakin Skywalker, the one of one, the Jesus is of all of them. <laughs> Everyone um, underestimates Anakin. That's not his well, fault. Well, it's like. It's not your fault, dude. It, it's, it, it's not. You know, and everyone outside of Anakin Skywalker should probably have feared someone like Dooku. But uh, he kind of just, you know, it's almost like Dooku had heard the prophecy of the Chosen One and never believed it. And then he got killed by him. And it was like that half second before he died. He's like, oh, this is the dude. Bam. I see what she I see what she was. I see what His she was doing. Was, oh, I, I found him. Zap, done. There goes his head. <laughs> Oh, now I get it. Yeah. Oh. No, he's a savage. I like it. It's I love how I love when a character is in Star Wars is started on screen and then carried into uh off screen in books or whatever other material. Um I feel like we have more content off screen for Count Dooku, but knowing that it's Christopher Lee in that role when he was started, I feel like you just carry that over like you carry a little bit of him with you, even if you're reading a comic book about Duke or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 I, I just, you know, I'm just dreaming of that scenario of him interacting with Yoda and Mace Windu and even like people like Kiati Mooney. They're like those one-offs that are extremely fucking powerful but have little, little screen time. So like him and Kit Fisto. Mm-hmm talking about their pasts and even a species difference like it'd be it'd be really cool to to really get into that um yeah i, I think there's still i don't know like going forward you can't really do huh get it can't really do uh anything with him unless you do like a, a an extremely young dooku i would love to see that i don't know that's that's what i'm saying like i mean love it or hate it like solo was a good movie and they did it pretty well. And I don't care if you hated the acting; like it, it was, it's worth a, a, a viewing. So, like if they if they had a young actor do a younger Dooku in in a, like his Jedi trials and and him planting that distrust or distaste for the Republic, um, you know, and seeing that unfold throughout his training, would be really cool. I agree. Um, I feel like you were a little too lacks about solo there in my opinion you're just like solo i guess it's okay you can watch it if you want i think solo is fucking great yeah 
Yeah, but outside of your thoughts, that people can dislike <laughs> it, but it's still worth still worth a viewing. Like you, you could absolutely hate the idea of someone else playing Han Solo. My and thoughts, you can still watch my the thoughts movie. are the only thoughts. That's the only thoughts. No, I see. I see what you mean now. I see what you mean. Um, we got Zale out here. He says uh, Jedi Duka would be cool to see still. I um, agree. No, I, I agree. And he, it's nice that he they do plant him at such an old age that there is a lot of possible. I mean, you could put like a twenty year span. Yeah. Make a fucking live action Mando Duku. Let's do a fucking training season of Duku. And he attacks some shits and wins. Obviously, he can't do it. <laughs> maybe, maybe he can be the. Maybe he can be a single. Ah, what am I trying to do? I have no idea. Are you talking about the Mandalorian the show or just Mandalorians in general? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like having a one-off like series of the Mandalorian and then the Cassian and then just make a fucking Dooku one. Oh, of a young Dooku. I would love that, but I feel like he is pretty low on their list of characters that they're going to make a show about. If I had to guess what they're planning over there. Yeah. No, I agree. But it's also one of the more interesting. Like a Qui-Gon Jinn. He only has like 25 minutes of screen time. Well, he has a lot in in episode one. But my point is he's he's there. One of the greatest things ever. And then he's gone. And yeah. you're like, fuck. I, I would love more more of him. Which we, we are starting to get in some of the comics and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Qui-Gon's um, the best. I'm wrapping this all up uh, because... So while we talk about Dooku here, I came across a Wikipedia page that mentioned that Dooku was like number 14 or 15 of the Lost 20. Have you ever heard of the Lost 20? Ain't never crossed my mind. So I guess it's a known unknown uh, thing. The Lost 20 was like 20 higher up Jedi that left the, the order. Yeah. So he he was one of twenty, obviously. Um, but I guess there was a deleted scene in Attack of the Clones between Obi Wan and Jocasta New that were actually somewhat discussing the the Lost Twenty. And actually, the deleted scene is called the Lost Twenty. Interesting. Um, it shows here. I'll share my screen, and we can kind of walk through it here. Oh, you're gonna have to find it then. Uh, yeah, I pulled it up on the Wookup. The Wookiepedia. Oh, I was gonna watch the. I was gonna watch the deleted scene. Oh like, shit! Where where we uh, where, where can I find such a thing? YouTube has everything. Uh, is that the video site? So one where it's hand puppets and and uh, <sighs> mustard. I'm scared. My computer's been struggling yeah. lately. I'm scared <clears throat> for, that I'm going to play for this. Something that, for something that could be played out in like a really deep, long storyline, or at least like, I don't know, timeline of the Lost 20, um, the idea that, well, I mean, realistically, is Ahsoka an, a one of the Lost 20? Yeah. I would assume Anakin has to be, but yeah, I just don't know, you know, where it all starts and ends. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll cue this up real quick. We can watch this shit. Everyone enjoy. Let's see if I can get some audio coming. Play. Play it. Nothing's happening. I'm eight, seven seconds in. Nothing's happening. There we go. 
it's a very weird scene. It's weird that there's a huge bust of Dooku. What do you think she does that statue at night? <laughs> so he was pissed at the council. A political idealist. A political idealist. It makes Obi-Wan sound like a fucking idiot. So he left. Yes, he left. <laughs> I, I don't no really understand. Master Kenobi. <laughs> what does leaving mean? Oh, now he runs the Separatists. Who are the Separatists? I don't understand. <laughs> He's just looking for excuses to uh, do plot exposition there. Just like, uh, yeah. how can we get Jocasta New to explain things to the to the audience? Yeah. I've, I mean, I've never really noticed those busts. I saw, I, I'm on like a freeze frame here. Yeah. of the Jedi archives, but it shows busts at the end of each like row of books. Um, I've never really paid attention. And now that I know one of them's Dooku, I'm wondering what the other ones are. Yeah. It's and weird. Why, why would they keep Dooku up there if he left? I was just going like to say... Step one would be to take that shit. Like, why would they put up busts of the Lost 20 if they were now lost and like some of them are Sith Lords or had become Sith you know, Lords? It could it's be. so weird. It, it, I mean, maybe they were a little more clairvoyant in their thinking than, than you and I originally thought that maybe they thought, learn from your fucking mistakes. These people left, you know, Yeah. there's something you can learn from them leaving, you know. That'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be good for the Jedi. Unexpected. But I don't know. I, and I'm, I'm assuming this isn't the Lost 20. They're, those are just busts of the Jedi Council or something. Oh, possibly. Um, well, it says here, like... With, with that picture, there's a couple busts, and it says possible members of the Lost 20. I don't think all 20 of them are named. Well, and because Dooku was only like number 14, it, they, it would be an incomplete. Lost 20 keeps going. Like, it's over several thousand years that the Lost 20 happened, I think. Yeah, it is. Also, it says that some of the busts are um, George Lucas, Rob Coleman, and John Knoll who are people, obviously George, but people that worked on the movies. I wonder if they were, were supposed to be just like random Jedi. They just put their busts in there. That's funny. That pisses me off. I hate put George Lucas now. I know. Come on. I hate the Jedi. Come on. Put Ahsoka in there. Oh, wait. You didn't know about that yet. Oh, that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, it's cool. Watching those deleted scenes is always so weird because it's unfinished. So just seeing those yeah. things so out of place is just kind of, it's just random. Yeah, and it was like obvious. It didn't really add anything. Uh, a little bit of tie to Dooku leaving, but I don't think you need to explain that. We all know Anakin falls to the dark side. We don't need to go over those bounds again with with Dooku. But um, yeah, I thought it was interesting, 20. you know, digging up Dooku news uh, and coming across the Lost Twenty. No, absolutely, um, absolutely, Mopa. I, and I actually, the weird thing is I couldn't find uh, a list of the Lost 20. I didn't look that hard, but the Wikipedia page didn't have it. Yeah, I think it was like a concept. They never finished it. So they didn't have a list of like all of them. Well. And it's Legends. I now. wonder if it's canon at all. Oh, it's, it is Legends? It was on the Legends tab, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, man, that would have been a, a a good idea. Just, uh, I mean, that doesn't hurt anything. It does limit you, I guess, if you want to, you know, discuss it. Because I guess Kylo would have to have been one, possibly Ahsoka, Vader, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of them. You're adding up in like 30 years. You got no, several no, thousand no. Years of it said uh, Dooku was the last one. So it's like what? 20 that spanned a certain amount of time, like thousands of years, and Dooku was the last one. Interesting. I 100% thought I read uh, that Dooku was like number 12. Oh. I thought, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Give me a list. Yeah, I need a list. Oh, no, here it is. Overtime, more would leave. 12 by 990 BBY. And ending with the 20th member, Master Dooku, in 32 BBY. How weird that it would end. I guess it would end because Vader destroys everything and destroys the archives. And, like, there's no more lists right. anymore. Yeah, he the Jedi have more things, more important things on their plate than making lists of people that left them. Yes. Wow. Doth Tyrannus. Dooku was compelled to betray his disciple after Sidious became suspicious of his own apprentice's intentions. A lot of stress between the Siths over here. I know. I feel like they can never sleep with both eyes closed. They're always on edge. Someone's going to jump out and assassinate them at any minute. Fuck that. Zale said he always assumed the, the busts were notable je notable Jedi, like the hall, NFL Hall of Fame. <laughs> just busts of people. Well, yeah. This NFL guy Hall of Fame high. plus George Lucas. Yep. I think it said Obi-Wan was one of them, too. Oh, that's dumb. Not the Lost 20, obviously, but the busts. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, but any uh, Mando news or anything? Ahsoka's back again, still, always? Uh, nothing since they announced the, the entire cast and all the spoilers last week. Um, I have, At least I haven't heard anything new. I'm a little, I'm a few episodes behind on that documentary, so I need to catch up on the Disney gallery. Oh, so am I. Um, News-wise, I know we saw this in the group chat earlier today. They're coming up with a, a new set of four Funko Pops, two of which are Revan and Malak. Lord Malak. Only at GameStop, it yeah. says. So we got Darth Revan, Darth Malak, uh, Shadow Trooper, which I think is from Force Unleashed, and Hooded Yoda. Coming out on July 20th. That's... Uh... I'm surprised, to, to say the least, <laughs> that they would do that. Obviously, that? they would sell. Yeah. Um, but like for how hands off they've been with that whole storyline, it's interesting that they would go full force and be like Funko Pops, Malak and Revan, and let's. I mean, it's almost. It feels like they're making it canon without making it canon. Like these yeah. characters are here. Well, they've dropped hints and things that like lead back to the old Republic, so. In a way, it's kind of canon, but like not really. So I don't know. I think it depends. But I feel like they're more—they're much more lenient when it comes to uh, toys and stuff because they put the Revan Black series out a couple years ago. That was like their bonus figure for the year, and they've done Jaina Solo and a couple other things. So I feel like Legend—all bets are off when it comes to the uh, the toys and stuff. 
Yeah, that's true. Which is a nice, you know, I I want I I would legitimately buy a Lego set of the Ebon Hawk. Like there's oh, there's some dude. there's some opportunities out there. That'd be so savage. Wouldn't that be cool? That's what I'm saying. Sign I bet, us up. I bet. Come on, if we hire us, Kathy, please. <laughs> um, I bet someone has custom made one. Let me search up here. Lego Ebon Hawk. Because I'm sure somebody is a Lego genius and they figured it out. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a Lego genius. Yeah, that's pretty savage. I don't know if you can see the screen, but that's pretty cool. Damn, that's cool. I wonder if someone has gone far enough to make instructions on how to build this. Because I would definitely... I guess I don't know how you would like buy enough parts. Because then you have to get parts from like different sets. That looks really cool, though. This is just like a 3D uh, concept, but still looks dope. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities out there, guys. HK, if you made an HK Black Series, purchased yep. immediately. Yep, yep. Like, come on, step the fuck up. It's plastic. <laughs> it's not that hard to make. Just load it up and print them. I feel Jeez. like they need to do like an archive series of toys. Like they need to have like a Force Friday where it's just a bunch of shit from Legends that they make. Legends Day. Let's make a whole Legends Day. <laughs> Everyone can talk about Old Republic on Twitter without people getting mad on this day only. Luke Skywalker was God. <laughs> I want God Skywalker. <laughs> Please. <laughs> he just comes with his own cloud that he walks on and... <laughs> That's hilarious. His head's real big because he knows everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. He doesn't, and he's smart enough to know that he doesn't know everything. That's why Luke Skywalker's okay. You know, I, I uh, stepped on my own toes metaphorically, physically, and in my mind. Um, I was thinking about <laughs> the original trilogy. And you know, the one thing that I absolutely hate is Wedge and all that dog shit. What, does Rebel Pilots hate you hate? <laughs> I hate to hate it, because there, there like, there's potential there. But you know, I was thinking about this uh, new original trilogy list that I have, and I was like, you know, it'd be cool if you had a lot more dog fighting pilot stuff. And I was like, oh, wait, Wedge Antilles. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's just his name pisses me off. I don't know what it is. But um, yeah, my mind kind of went went uh, askew there for a minute when before we were started recording and I was thinking about the different stuff or different like visions of what Star Wars could be. We're getting into some cool territory where it's no longer good, bad, Jedi, Sith. We finally got out of that. We do have Solo. We do have Rogue One. Um, you know, even, even like, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, it's, it, the name's all over it. It feels like there's more at stake than just Jedi versus Sith. Mm -hmm. There's everyday people involved. They're making a difference. You know, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. And even the Clone Wars, it, it kind of adds to that aspect. But, you know, that's where my mind was going is like dog fighting in the air, actual <laughs> ground war battlefield. Dog fighting in the air as opposed to dog fighting underwater. Yeah. Dog fighting in a volcano. Naval fighting above the ground. Dog fighting in the sand. <laughs> sand fighting. <laughs> Anakin's Sand pissed. fighting. They have all those rebel pilots from A New Hope. Wedge, Antilles, Biggs Darklighter, Porkins, Jack Porkins. And there's like five yeah. other people. There's yeah. like nine X-Wings. You know, I just see some, some of my favorite characters are like perfect pilots. 
You know, you think of Kylo, Poe's a badass, um, Anakin. I mean, they're all hell pilots. So, um, yeah, I just, it'd be cool to see like their training or their, their, you know, if they got into a very bad situation, piloting themselves out of it. Because I feel like they tried to do that with the original trilogy, but it was just so poorly done. Everybody dies except for Luke. When he gets shot, something just shuts down and he softly lands. (laughs) And then fixes it. And then fixes it and flies away. Yeah, there's it's probably like, a lot know. of that shit in the like Rebels and Clone Wars that you could find, just like focused on piloting and space battles and dogfights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I you. don't know. It was just a, a thought of really picking apart the war aspect of Star Wars. Yeah, you know, and different like Navy, Army, uh, Air Force aspects where we can really how they interact how they support each other um, because we don't really see it. I mean, uh, like happenstance, you know, in like episode seven where it's like a ground war on Takodana and then the the air fighters come in, Mm -hmm. star fighters come in and and actually help the ground forces and free up people. But um, yeah, I just, I think it's cool. And obviously, I'm sorry, we did see a lot of that in uh, Rogue One. um, Hell yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, that was but a great. That was combo. one of the coolest parts. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it's space, atmosphere, and ground, which is awesome. Rogue One is a good. Yeah, movie. And that blend is so cool. How one affects the other, all the way down to the troops on the ground. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, and you had stealth in there too. It had everything. It had Star Destroyers and Death Stars too, and Darth Vader was there, lightsaber, swinging. He swung the thing. A friend of Admiral Ackbar was there. Everyone was there. That's all you need. Just watch Admiral Rogue One. Ak- that's all. That's all Star Wars that there is. Just watch Rogue One on repeat. <laughs> you could. I do feel like you could get a very good sense of what Star Wars is if you just watch Rogue One. Like a great expanse of what Star Wars is. The only thing that's really missing is probably the biggest thing is Jedi and Sith. I mean, you, you get to see Darth Vader at the end, but there's no like high level interaction. Yeah, Chira drops a lot of knowledge though. That's true. He's a savage. Yeah. I like him. He's a non-dogmatic savage. Well, he's a non-Jedi force user. You know, he doesn't he doesn't yeah. swing one way or the other. He's a good person that's force sensitive. From a certain and that's point of where view. It lies. Sorry, so. I'm sitting back a little bit. Yeah, he's a good person from a certain point of view. I mean, he's a good person. I know. I know. I'm just making that <laughs> I'm just making that case. I'm just being that guy, you understand? Um, only thing else really that I saw, uh, for Star Wars news is, uh, the High Republic stuff is getting pushed back. What? It's getting delayed. They just announced it. Well, then everyone decided that this virus was scary and they shut everything down. Uh, let me switch over to the browser here. I don't know what the release date was. I thought it was like August or maybe fall. Um, everything got pushed back to early 2021. So the first one's supposed to release on January 5th. And then the second one on February 2nd of next year. Great. Maybe they were just more focusing their efforts on completing Mando because that was like right here on the docket. They needed to finish that up for sure. No, it's I a feel totally like that would be two completely different teams. Yeah, it's a totally different team. I think it's just delays because people... Are having trouble working in groups while everything's supposed to be quarantined. So 
you're writing books. How, how many people have got to be involved? Well, it's a whole team and it's a whole new era of things. They're basically yeah, doing like the whole era thing. You got to, there's got to be decisions made on styles and designs and storylines. Yeah. So yeah, there's larger picture. They're doing like movie level uh, concept art and, and all that stuff. World building and everything else. Um, they gave uh, they issued like a little statement here too. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I will highlight something because they're teasing some things. Um, let's see. He's just teasing things to look out for in the books, including a few things that we probably have never heard of: the hero of Hetzal, the twins, the blade of Bardota, the stuff that I've never heard of, and then he also says the Staros and Santeca clans and the storms so lore santeca says something about the santeca clans here so mm-hmm. his his line must have gone back a little bit his family must have been jedi or something like that interesting very yeah i wonder interesting. i want i wonder how often Let's go. I mean, go back away since you know the republic jedi weren't able to get married but if jedi ever had children that weren't force sensitive, like how they would treat that. Like if you, like a Roman view or was it the Spartans that would like kill weak babies because they didn't want a, a, a race. You know what I'm saying? Like what, if you, have you watched 300, they think, get rid of the I, weak babies. I think that's Voldemort that you're thinking of. It's in 300. <laughs> it's, it, this is Sparta. They, they're, they're killing the, the weak children because it's not worth, you know, they, they got to... The guy next to you's got to be just as strong as you to save your life. So it's what do they do to the parents when they're like you're a warrior savage and then you have a weak ass bitch child? Shouldn't you be kicked they cut out? Cut your dick off. <laughs> no, nope, they cut it off. They said no more of your people. <laughs> no more respawning for you. No more. No, you can't have it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so you know, down I'm, and dirty. I'm excited that there's a brand new era, um, but it's nothing that I'm like you know. I'm not salivating on the end of my seat waiting for this to come out. So the delay is not huge for me. I'm more concerned about the Disney Plus shows. So I'm more curious about those. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the novels and everything are there to support what's on screen. Uh, Very few times have I ever went to a novel to learn something brand new that I don't know anything fucking about. It always spawns from something on screen. Supplemental, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... But this might be good that we're not like sometimes I I go to the last Jedi novel because I love the movie and I want to learn more and it's I don't want to say a letdown, but it doesn't have exactly what I'm looking for. So maybe starting fresh where they're like there's no expectation with these characters having been on screen or this or that. They it you know, you can come at it with a clean slate. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty hyped for it. The the potential at least. Um and, and like you, I just don't, you know, it's delayed, whatever. Um. Yeah. Delayed. Now whatever. I did hear some some rumblings that, uh, uh, speaking about Mando season two, that there's going to be too many people on screen. I mean, there's there's <laughs> hints of Boba, Ahsoka, Mando, Baby Yoda. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. I have no issues, zero percent, as long as they do it right. I have a feeling that Ahsoka is only going to be on like one episode. So who ca- who gives a shit? Uh, you never know. Uh, she could become like a supporting character. My personal preference would be for them to have not said shit about it. I really still wish they would just leave everything to be a surprise. 
Like if they can, if they can hide Baby Yoda, I'm sure they can hide Ahsoka and Captain Rex and whoever else. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, they're probably just like still the biggest. They have nothing to to release and nothing to say, so they're probably just like we need to get a little bit of news stirring up. Well, that's that was my point. I made a f- few episodes ago yeah. for Force Friday or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, May the Force. Like they had nothing else to do. Ahsoka's here, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Star Wars again." <laughs> Star um, Wars is still around. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, a little bit of gaming news. Let's see here. Not Star Wars gaming news. I'm sorry, but uh, the Minecraft fans. Uh, the new game Minecraft Dungeons was released. Oh yeah, I heard you talking about that. It's it's like a, a dungeon crawler. In the Minecraft world. That's nice. what I was saying. It's like Gauntlet Legends, but everything's Minecraft. You pick up different Hell weapons. Yeah. You have upgrades. Nice. Um, and it looked like they were hinting to uh, some like like a mage, a soldier, or whatever. You know, all the different levels. Different classes. Um, nice. I watched Pe- PewDiePie play it for like 20 seconds. <laughs> he was loving the hell out of it. Uh, you know, it looked fun. I just I'm down for like a simple dungeon crawler co-op four people in and let's just fucking swing away and shoot people and just have millions of people come at us. Who cares? Yeah, yeah for sure. No, it sounds good. I like it. I um, so not, if you I are on, back Game on the Pass, Minecraft, it's free. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that was going to be my next question. Because I, yeah, I downloaded not, it last week pre pre downloaded. I've not been in the uh, the Minecraft server for a minute. Yeah, I mean, you get enough of it, but uh, I, I poke in every once in a while just to, you know, I'll go mine some shit. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, I'll just go down to my mine and just dig holes. <laughs> so, Kill some time, dig up some dirt, dig up some cobblestone. Yeah, it comes in waves, yeah. you know. I've been all about the Overwatch, so I know I'll go back to, to Minecraft here, here soon. Uh, is it out oh. as of now? Uh, yeah, I think Dungeons. it actually launched today, if if not yesterday. Actually, maybe yesterday, but uh, it should be out. Yeah, this this week. Nice. Um, yeah, so something to something different. Try it out. See what happens. Uh, I like I said, I saw PewDiePie equipping a many different weapons, and they all had different damage points. So it looks like there are aspects of like an RPG, adding to your power, adding to your damage, adding to your armor. Um, and I, I'm assuming maybe they do a little bit of you know. Minecraft stuff too, mm-hmm. where you get to a certain point and you can kind of explore and dig and find resources and add to your guy. Nice. Um, I haven't seen that yet, but uh, I, I imagine they would do that in a, in a Minecraft uh, server. Here. I don't know what that is. Um, the, other, that. the other thing that uh, Tommy Boy and I um, and Mr. Dylan Richards, shout out to him, he suggested to download uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Dylan um, Richards, yeah. Which is a pirate game. Uh, very enjoyable, very enjoyable, very serious. You know, it's like a <laughs> an extremely cartoonish, in-depth game. What I mean by that is, you jump on your ship. You cannot. You cannot. How would you even do? Drive a ship, float a ship. You don't. Sail. You don't pilot a ship by yourself. You're gonna wreck. You're gonna die. You can't defend yourself if you're being attacked. There's not a. You gotta. Raise the anchor. You got to lower the sails. Oh, you got to uh, tweak the sails. You got to aim. You got to watch. There's so many aspects. Damn. And that's what Dylan Richards 
mentioned, you know, if you get a group of three or four, you can just knock it out and go treasure hunting. You can go kill some pirates. You can go exploring. Nice. Um, a lot of uh, X marks the spot treasure. Like, here's a map of this this island. This X is where it's at. Use your compass and everything you've got to really find where that is. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. And like I said, the uh, the piloting of the ship aspect is actually pretty fucking intense. That's um, interesting because, like, it's funny in Assassin's Creed, the one where you can sail. You just jump in the boat and you're steering this massive fucking ship with just just your uh, what do you call that thing? This is a Dodge. It's a wheel. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not the steering wheel. It's like it's got a name. I can't think of it. But yeah, you're just one assassin and you're just like piloting a giant ship meant for like 50 people by yourself. Uh, so that that sounds interesting. I'm now I'm curious what the fuck that ship. What is And also the Again, that is on Game Pass. So if you if you've got Game Pass, you can download Sea of Thieves for free. Um, I would recommend it. it. You know, it's it's a pretty intense game without having a lot of uh, battle to it, which sounds dumb. But there's, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy by any means, and it, it is very cartoony. Mm-hmm. But it, it's pretty pretty in depth. Uh, you, I mean, if you get shot, you got to go down down below deck and scoop out the water, throw the water out of your ship. You got to fix the hull. Uh, you got to fix the mast. If if they shoot like your mast down, you got to fix the. Ma- I mean, there's a lot of different aspects. So in in a naval battle, you got people firing, you got people steering, you got people repairing. Um, well, how many people can aspects. you have on your boat at the same time? There's different size boats, so you can start like a a, a game with a, a really small boat that'll do like three people, or I think you can go up to five in in like a larger boat. Um, nice, but yeah, it, I mean it's pretty fucking intense, man. It, nice. it, I like it. So I'll have to check that out. Recommended by Mopar. It's not. Uh, I I would say there's a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's I'll, not one you can just jump in and do. Okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, the the steering mechanism of the ship is also called the helm. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> helm. Isn't that like a hat? A metal armored hat is a helm. You put on a helm. <laughs> That's a helmet. You got me. (laughs) That's the worst quip ever. Um, Yeah, I might have to check out the Sea of Thieves here, man. Sometimes Overwatch gets so competitive. I'm just like, I just need to like, well, maybe this is not the best option. I was going to say I need to like relax and do a game uh, every once in a while. So I don't know. Maybe this one's a little too complicated for that. That's usually where I go over to Minecraft, but I just haven't been feeling that lately. Well, I feel like you, you could play Sea of Thieves in a very cautious way if you've got a person on the lookout. See, like, say there's three of us on a ship and we come up to an island. One person's going to be on the island, possibly two, but you have always have to have one person back on the ship in case someone comes up on you. Yeah. If you are being attacked, you know, you get, you've got to float the ship somewhere else. Um, I mean, there's different aspects. You can't, you can't just leave your ship or it's going to fucking sink you. You're done. So, nice. Um, yeah, there's just different different stuff. So, uh, and you know, there's some like pirate folklore aspects to it. You know, if you're in a bar and you're talking to someone, he'll mention like, "Oh, that the legend of Jackass Bahones uh, was on this ba- banana island, and he said something about this tree." You, can, if you find that banana island and go to a specific tree, there's gonna be something you're gonna find. <laughs> he so, said something uh, about this tree. Go find that tree. 
<laughs> I'm going to uproot that tree. I want the gold. Oh, my gosh. What did you say his name was? Banana Jehovah? <laughs> I don't know. Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> Jehovah's Bananas? I, I've oh, heard about man. this game a lot, but I've never seen it and I never played it. So I'll have to, I'm going to yeah. download it. Yeah. Um, pretty fun. So that's that's my thoughts on any new games. Uh, oh, yeah. We're not going to get another Star Wars game for probably four or five years. So fuck that. Well, Shinobi um, was there- saying something about a rumor about KOTOR 3. And of course, it's just a rumor. But we also know that Lucasfilm is working on something that is Old Republic era or Old Republic themed. Yeah. But it's all rumors right now. So we don't know if it's it could be a sequel. It could be like KOTOR 3. It could be a remake of the first one. Maybe the first two together. Or it could be something brand new in Old Republic territory. See, the the link that Shinobi shared, I read, and it said something about it being a sequel. Yeah. Um, or at least someone confirmed that they're working on some aspects of a sequel to KOTOR. Yeah. Um, it says Knights of the Old Republic remake be- rumored to be in development at EA. The latest... But the, see, there's no details. The latest rumor indicates that a project is underway integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things into the Star Wars canon. I guess. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm wondering how much they're going to tweak it because you it can't be the same game. And it can be loosely tied, I assume. But the fact that Darth Revan is Legends means that there's some aspects of KOTOR and KOTOR 2 that they can't use, I feel like. This article Maybe is too they long. Can. I'm not reading it right now. Maybe the sequel that they're working on will completely canonize everything that they're. That would be nice, and I, I feel like that's Kotor. what they're leading to, because like they can drop hints. Like Revan's name has been mentioned in canon, so like he is the entity of Revan is canon. It's just the details of the story and the fact that you know, were you a Sith? Were you a Jedi? What's the canon version? That's the kind of stuff that's conflicting. So I don't know if they do it. Just get Drew's opinion on the on this thing, please. If they make a KOTOR 3 or a sequel or whatever you want to call it, and they don't make it an RPG, I'm I'm legitimately gonna be livid. <laughs> it could be a good game. It's just a lost opportunity. All anybody wants is a customizable character in a cool storyline in the Star Wars universe. It's not that fucking hard. It really is. Somehow it is. Everybody would buy it. Everybody. Kathy, hire us. Yeah. (laughs) Please. We just want Skyrim and Star Wars. You can say, dude, it's. And I don't want an MMO. Give me a decent storyline that I do want to follow along. Like, Jedi Fallen Order was a decent storyline. There was just the customized, like, it doesn't change your character at all. It was a good storyline. I want to be able to change the story. Yeah. Yeah, Fallen Order was a really good step in the right direction, but I, yeah, we haven't had an RPG in Star Wars in a long time. And that customization, like, in the Star Wars universe, it's like, it's one of the most diverse universes there is, so to not have any customization options, I have to be a human, I have to be a Jedi in Order 66, like, that's a cool era, we love that era, but, you know, I want to be a Twilight bounty hunter in the High Republic, you know, maybe I have some force powers, but I'm not a Jedi. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, and literally, that's the same thing that happens in Mass Effect. You get to choose your goddamn backstory. I'm a soldier. Right. Boom. How easy I'm is that? I'm a war hero. 
I'm a scoundrel. You get to choose your fucking back. But that's the issue. I feel like they they need things to be canon for whatever reason. And allowing choice would not be a something like a solidified canon story. Yeah, sometimes I want to say they have this overarching storyline plan and they have to make sure that their new things slot into it. But half the time, the shit doesn't line up. So I feel like they're just kind of making something and then they're putting out comics to like fit that back into canon somehow. And if that's the case, then just make the best game that you can make and then have the authors figure out how to put it back into canon. Like no one cares if it's a good game and a good story. Like no one cares if it's like doesn't line up 100% with what you've established. It's it's weird because like people had I mean like the one issue maybe people had with Kotor is was Revan on the light side? Was Revan on the dark side at the end of Kotor one? Like, but that's that's not even an issue. Like, who cares what's canon or not? I got to play both fucking sides, and it was awesome both times. So <laughs> who who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not that hard. I want to be a weak way. I want to be a drunk weak way with <laughs> a lot of force powers and a stick. That's all I fucking want. Yeah, it's not that hard. And a stick. That's what I want. Bocce stick. They all they it takes them twelve months to do a fucking Princess Leia skin on Battlefront. <laughs> We're not gonna get any options on this new Kotor. I would really, every twelve months they're gonna oh you can be a Rodian now. Yeah. Oh great. Ma- male Rodian only, no female Rodian. <laughs> you see, he's That's got the next bulge year. now. Yeah, the female Rodian is next year. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. I would. You know what I would really like is if they are working on something. If this rumor is, maybe people are saying like, it's in the Kotor style, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a sequel or a remake. I would appreciate a game with a brand new story and all brand new characters and brand new setting that's just in the same RPG style of Kotor. So that's that's. I guess that's an option in the cards as well. What if you just did a third party? Let's say it's exactly it during that timeline of Revan. And you, what if you play as a fucking Mandalorian? That'd be and sweet. You get attacked by Revan. I mean, if anything is and working have, for them now, it's Mandalorians. So, <laughs> they, yeah. I just, the, you know, there's opportunities. Call Drew. He has a, he has a few decent ones that text me every once Call well. us. I got some decent ones. Picture of this every, all the women are naked. In this in this scene, I like it. <laughs> it works. I'm for it. It works. I'm for it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. All right. I all am, right. All right. Enough shitting on Kotor. Go ahead. We're not shitting on Kotor. We're shitting on EA. I think the lack of Kotor. Who are we shitting on? I can't tell. <laughs> not Drew and not Revan. Um, I was just gonna say, it is about to be a sad time because we're not gonna have a game for. How long? Two years, probably? Here's one new skin on Fallen Order, there, and then you gotta getting, wait two years for other shit. At this point, we are getting rumors of a game happening maybe in two years. We're not gonna get shit for, like, three years solid. Yeah. The huge issue. <laughs> We're barely getting any Star Wars anything right now. There's no movies, no games. I wonder if they're really, really taking it back and trying to do a full relaunch of Star Wars. Because the launch that they had, they were so tied into the storyline that was put in front of them. Right. Seven, eight, nine. Like, they had to do it. Like, it was in the scripts of Lucas, you know, from day one to do this full 
thing. Right. So I feel like maybe they got that out of the way. They did some fun stuff along the way with Solo and Rogue One. And even like the Mandalorian was kind of the launching point. And then they're just going to do a full whole restart. See, I would want to like like agree years. with you and I want to say yes, but the fact that all the Disney Plus stuff that's been announced is current characters and current canon. I don't know. But I mean, where, what are we at? 10 episodes of a Star Wars series every year? That's all we're, we're shooting for? No, just to start. They better just to start. <laughs> I'll just to start. I'm just saying. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, they're just kind of getting things rolling. There's also no reason that you can't have new stories in the Skywalker timeline and also brand new stuff in the High Republic coming out at the same time. Like the the, the door, yeah, like the door's where's the Jacosta new origin story? <laughs> Slying it up. Well, she really loved books, so we put her in the library, and uh, she she's been there for about 120 years. So. <laughs> yeah, some people would like that. Some people that she can, also has a really fucking badass laser gun behind the bookshelf right. <laughs> that happens in the Darth Vader comic. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, don't fuck around with Jacosta new man. She defend that shit with her life. <laughs> Uh, I finished the Dark Tower series yesterday. Okay. Let down. Your face looks pissed. Um, it's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've come to the conclusion. It sucks when you put that you vest that much time into something and it doesn't blow you away. Well, I don't hate the don't ending. Always... I don't I don't hate no, the ending. That's fine. It's very it's very controversial. Um and I won't spoil anything in case people haven't read it or are gonna read it at some point or whatever. I've come to the conclusion, I think, that extremely popular franchises and universes just don't end well. Like no one's, no one is, there's no audience is a hundred percent satisfied with the ending of anything. I don't think Lord of the Rings is close, but everyone complains about the seven different endings and Frodo leaves and this and that, you know, obviously 50% of star Wars fans hate star Wars. No one likes the game, game of Thrones ending. Um, so I wasn't, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for the very end. The good thing is that the journey is so good and the I, what I would call the very end of the entire um, saga is really only the last like 100 pages. So there's like a very, very, very small percentage of the entire seven book story that I dislike, which is good. Yeah. Definitely worth a reread many, many times over the course of my life that will be happening. Is that your first full read through? Yeah. Yeah. I read the gunslinger like four or five times. And then I read books one through four a long time ago. I dropped it for some reason, never picked it back up. And then I just started with book five a couple, couple months ago and now I finished. So yeah, I highly recommend I know, it. Honestly, I, 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 I really liked, I really enjoyed the first one. I really didn't. And then the second one completely lost me. I know we've discussed this. Yeah. So it'd be interesting just to kind of hit the ground running with maybe the third one uh, after your synopsis. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been kind of looking for something else to read. I keep like getting four or five chapters into something and just like I just done with it. So um, I still haven't vested any time into the clone uh, cl uh, clone commando commando Republic commando. Republic. I don't know why I always say Clone Commando, a uh, Republic Commando series. Um, but I will get to that. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for that. So yeah, the Dark Tower is just so interesting to me because it's. It seems like it wouldn't be. It seems like you couldn't pull it off, because it's like Lord of the Rings, but in a Western setting, 
and it also has sci-fi and future stuff and it also has real world stuff and it's like got time travel and it has magic and it just feels like all of those all your favorite things smashed together would be too much it would be an overload but he makes it work it's got fallout vibes in it it's yeah i don't know it's an accomplishment for sure um i just you know i wish it wasn't just <clears throat> stephen king i wish he was able to like say i've created this universe like and do a little bit of uh world building like you guys go make this story that happens a hundred years before the dark tower and you know branch off and and fill the gaps with more stories but i don't think it's gonna happen yeah um no i mean even in the first one you get all those aspects same it's western futuristic but also grounded in real time it's like future past it's magic future past because i know they're like there's like future past magic religious <laughs> man in black but also like yeah. the beatles yep like there's so many it it does keep you grounded in, in many in very specific ways that he can do crazy launch points and have magic and have past and time travel and science oh, yeah. fiction yeah but it's still grounded he put the plate plants those seeds though so you're like oh yeah yeah of course the gunslinger cowboy dude fighting the magic guy would think this and you and just like, roll it with makes it. sense you just roll with it there's some crazy fucking that's one of the first times in through a book reading a book series that i felt like the twist at the end of the movie like somebody reveals something at the end of the movie like kaiser sose from uh whatever the fuck that movie yeah. is stuff like that i never really usual got that feeling. yeah usual suspects <laughs> i never really got that feeling in a book but this time there was like multiple moments by the time you get to like book five and beyond it's like what the fuck and then you just roll with it, man. It's like, I don't know. I need to talk about it with somebody. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. You don't, you don't, you, there's no time to question it. Just keep fucking trudging through because yeah. the next next thing that's going to happen is also going to blow your mind. So it doesn't fucking matter. You're going to forget that. Keep going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and if you are a Stephen King fan, well, if you're a Stephen King fan, you probably already read him, but there's a lot of tie ins to all of his other books. It's almost yeah. like everything that he's written is all happening in like this one universe, which is really cool. Um, so seeing that mm -hmm. stuff tie in is nice. And uh, I want to go back and watch the movie again now that I've now that I finished the series. Yeah, I'd be interested because uh, one of my favorite books was Firestarter by him, uh, which is very sci-fi-esque, 80s. Yeah. A little girl with powers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then one of my favorite movies is Stand By Me, which is the body yep. uh, novel from him. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, even being loose, I've only read three books by him. Um, and to be honest, he's not my favorite writer because sometimes I feel like there's so much on the page. A lot. He goes deep. Yeah. Yeah, that it's and he it, it's he doesn't like even string you along like he doesn't plant seeds. You You won't know what the fuck is going on for half the book. And then the second half of the book, you're like. Oh, yeah. he starts re like referring back, and but by the time I get to that, I'm, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> like, come on, dude, you gotta you gotta string me along. Well, he, no, he strings a little bit, but he pulls like a like a Quentin Tarantino almost like in writing, yeah. which is cool. Like he just drops yeah. you in, and you have to just kind of like sit with it and accept that you don't quite get it yet. Um, and then all of a sudden, like three chapters later, it will go back to that character's point of view, and everything makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's good shit. He does do a lot of jumping point of views too. Yeah, that there was a, uh, there was a couple moments. I mean, it gets to the point where like 
the main protagonist group is like five members and he'll be jumping between person to person and it's like hard to follow. Um, but, you know, overall, fucking awesome. I'm a big fan. Anyone should, anyone that likes reading should read it. That's what I'll say. All right. Now, what you've all been waiting for, another <laughs> one of Mopar's lists. Wait, I got one more, one more news thing before your list. Go for it. I don't think we talked about this last week. I think we talked about it in the group chat, but not on the show. Uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Oh, good thing you brought that up. I got some pointers on that. Some pointers? Thank you. I didn't know what I was going to say. Uh, Go ahead. So oh. this has been like, you know, teased by Snyder on, on Twitter and things that he's been working on something. But it was officially announced last week on HBO Max in 2021. We will have the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Possibly a four-hour director's cut, or possibly in six uh, episodes, six chapters in like TV style. Okay. Um. So this is fucking cool. What do you think? I know you're more of a fan of DC than I am, but I've always liked the Snyder versions of DC. So I'm excited for this. You know. This could be the niche that DC needs. What I mean by that is different views of almost the same story. Like, let's let's do a bubbly Justice League for the kids. It's really cool. Still really flashy. Then let's make... It's almost like, a leg, like an active Legends and Canon versions. And I'm not saying make the movie fucking twice. But if there are differences... Or possibilities like of two different styles of, of the same timeline. Let's fucking do it. Um, four hours long is a little excessive, Hell no. but I'm down for it. Make it six. Um, uh, the thing that I saw that it it was supposed to be more wrapped around Cyborg. Uh, it says Cyborg was the heart of the movie, um, which he was like the pivotal part of the movie. Like they needed his help. Yeah. And he was like integral in the in the killing of motherfucker, but like he wasn't like the focal point, which would be interesting. Um, there are other things like Martian Manhunter and the Atom up here, so different uh, lower level, not lower level, but more unknown beasts from the east. Yeah. Uh, I see mentions of three grand Green Lanterns appear instead of just one. Uh, Deathstroke actually breaks Lex Luthor out of prison in this in this cut. Thank you. That's what I was um, waiting for. And then Aquaman visits Atlantis in it. Like, there's a lot of small things. Uh, oh yeah, Wonder Woman kills Steppenwolf instead of. I watched. I had to rewatch it after reading that it's saying in the Snyder cut that Wonder Woman kills him. Yeah, I was like, how does he die? I, for, and I, I, I so I went back. I've only seen it once. Go ahead. I actually don't remember. Uh, Wonder Woman hits his like axe thing and breaks it, and he gets scared for the first time, and all of his uh, beings like I guess feed off fear oh, and they yeah, yeah, attack yeah. him and and like carry him away. Gotcha. Yeah. While he's screaming, and I was like, really. What? Is he still alive? He's just all, he got a bunch of spider bites on him or something? <laughs> it just didn't feel the same. Like, BVS, well, Man of Steel is, Man of Steel is, uh, is Snyder as well, right? Am I, am I correct yeah, in I saying so. that? Let me just triple, quadruple check that. 
Man of Steel, 2013, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Snyder. So this def definitely feels like a trilogy. Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and then this one. So the fact that this one was so tonally different and was half done by a different team and different director just felt really, really strange. So it'll be nice to kind of see his vision completed through all three. Um, it's real. I can't believe... Let, let's just get back to Star Wars for half a second sure. just to make my point. Sure. I can't believe Solo worked because of that. Halfway through the making or the idea of a film, they, they switched directors. That's true. And they have to quote cor correct it. And it still flowed quite well. Now, Ron Howard's a fucking genius and knows what he's <laughs> doing. So I guess he knew what... Well, they also doubled the budget, so I was gonna it's say like to they were okay it, but... with like redoing eighty five percent of it and going over budget to make sure it came yeah. out good. If they hadn't, it likely would have ended up like Justice League. Now, Justice League was a jumble, yeah. like directorial wise and and film. It was all over the fucking place. Some of the obvious stuff with the mustache that was CGI. Like seriously, this film. How much money was put into this fucking film? We can't get this dude to shave his fucking mustache for, for a month. The thing I love is that uh, Henry Cavill's in that last Mission Impossible movie. And that's the one that he was filming with the mustache. And he fucking kills it in that. He's so savage. Mustache looks great. Uh, and I like that better than Justice League. Why couldn't Superman just have a fucking mustache? Because uh, he didn't have is one it that big of a deal? when he died. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, <laughs> why Why was someone like, you can't do it? Nope. 1948, he didn't have one, so he can't do it now. <laughs> hey. That's funny. Um, that. And then the other thing was, this is from this morning. Uh, Zack Snyder released a picture. And I don't know if you can see this. You should be able to see this. Oh, great. No, I never see it all. Oh, hang on. I'm not sharing it. There you go. Now I'm sharing it. Can you see? No. All right. Well, I'll I'll send it to you. Uh, it's dark what is the side. Picture? It's dark side. What he's supposed to look like? Yep, he's back. He's in it. I think he's going to be in it. Like it's going. I don't know enough about the story to say, but there's a picture of him in the film, like a still of it. Um, and I think he's going to be. Oh, I see. Like an actual part of the. Uh, of the movie unlike the last one didn't he just like show up and do nothing oh we're we talking about this like it's kind of stand back and there's like lava around yep. him yep that's the one let me tell you let me pull this up because he looks like a fucking psychopath yep. ancient Sith standing there on yep. Musafar about to murder some younglings I'm down <laughs> yes, I'm ready does. for it yes he mm -hmm. does <laughs> let the blood flow bitch like this this dude puts Thanos to shame. This dude looks scary. This dude looks like an enemy, a boss enemy in Doom. That that <laughs> game scared me. What do you mean he puts Thanos to shame? Elaborate on that. Thanos is a smart Dooku-esque more man. Like he's gonna outthink you. He's, he's super strong but he's gonna outthink you and he's, he's always two steps ahead. This dude is more of a Vader. He doesn't give a fuck. He's rambling in and he's going to fucking win, <laughs> whether it's murdering you with his mind or cutting your, your dick off. Well, you know, I love this Ramblers. This guy's going to make it happen. I love Ramblers. So this will be great. I'm just saying more. This this guy looks like a, a war-torn devil machine. Thanos was a commander, but also got his hands dirty. <laughs> Thanos is pretty savage. He, like, like, I, 
I feel like Thanos had his group of people that did a lot of his, his underlings that did a lot of his work. And without their help, he probably wouldn't have got the rings mm-hmm. or, or all the, uh, the stones. Right. This guy looks like he's getting it one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the one that's inevitable. I'm telling you, this makes me really excited. Yeah. This makes me really excited. No, I'm 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 ready for it, man. I'm ready. I now I'll we you've heard us talk, and if you listen to the show, we'll stand by Batman vs Superman all fucking day. So it'll be nice to have this, you know, completion these three in a row. You know, for how bad um, Doomsday was, there were aspects of Doomsday that were like scary. Like I, I guess I didn't think he was bad necessarily. I mean, he wasn't like a. You know, I, thinking planning villain he was just like destroying everything he was just like a monster yeah he's a he's a doomsday yeah, yeah. so like i was fine with it i i think like in the in the realm of the film it was a little ah, do we need this he's he's gonna show up 20 minutes till the end get chopped in half and we're done um when when originally he was an entire comic series yeah like, whatever yeah um what was my point Oh, I, there, there was aspects of him that, like, even though he looked like a terrible skinned turtle, like, there were, like, demon-esque, like, abnormal demon aspects of him. That's what he looked like. He do, He did. He looked like, like a, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to look him up. But I, my point is, he looked a little scary for how dumb the shape of him was. He was kind of a, a devil demon-esque beast. No, he is um, literally one of the just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but a little more angry. He didn't have enough pizza. Yeah. He had anchovies. <laughs> if you put anchovies... If you put anchovies, I'm going to turn into fucking doomsday and blow everything up. I'm going to murder Batman, <laughs> I think is what he says. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think this is cool. I think this is really cool. This really, really does... This, this is the first time in a long time that like DC... Okay. They're coming I, back. I see something here. Yep. Who the fuck canceled this? Yep. Who decided not to do this? Yeah. Come on, man. Hell yeah. Um. So this says HBO Max. I haven't heard of that until just now. Is that something different than HBO Go and HBO Now and HBO? They have like 14 different things now. Um, Max is... And then there's Ma- uh, HBO Ultimate, Supreme, HBO uh, Supreme Above It All, yep. HBO, and Elite. Uh, yep. HBO Gordita Crunch. <laughs> HBO Crunch um, with no sour cream, please. Please, if you put sour cream. So yeah, this will be cool. I'm ready. I uh, gotta wait another year, but you know, it's cool that he get, that he's getting to do this. Too. He seems like a drogger lord from Skyrim. Fuck yeah, beefier, beefier. He's been working out. He had the pizza. Yeah, he, he took Doomsday's went pizza. To, went to use there. <laughs> yeah, got that protein. Uh, Plus 10 carrying ability with those boots. Those iron boots. <laughs> All cool. right, guys. Well, that's awesome. Let's get, so. We're, we're, we're going to wrap back around. That does really make me excited. I, I know I just said, but uh, it's, been a, it's been a while since I saw. Dude, guys, man, <sighs> brethren, Birds of Prey doesn't do it for me. I haven't seen it yet, but it's it doesn't have that aspect of, oh, I want to see that. What, that aspect? You know, Justice... Mopar, you haven't seen it yet, have Just, you? Justice League didn't do it for me. Justice League didn't do it for me. Well, maybe you're wrong. Do you ever think about that? Joker, Joker did do it for me. Yeah. 
And speaking of, I, I really want to rewatch that. I actually might right. check out Birds of Prey this weekend um, if we're looking for a movie to watch because I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I've I've still heard decent things. Like uh, it's it's surprisingly good, um, not great. Surprisingly good. Like you expect nothing out of it, and you're like, oh, okay, pretty good. Yeah, couple couple butt cheeks and some <laughs> swings of the axe. Three butt That's cheeks. Three butt cheeks. Three. <sighs> all right, let's see. Let's hear your idea for revamping the original trilogy, there, dude. I want to hear about it. Uh, first of all, it's not revamping the real original trilogy. I'm, this is discussing the additions during that timeline. Yeah, revamping. For example. Yeah, exactly. Not revamping. It's just a d- adding to it. All right. So since Disney came in, they've done a lot of work around the original trilogy, and I felt like. I didn't want to say that it was like a lost cause. That I mean, that I wanted you and I always wanted to move away from the original trilogy. But there were many aspects of the stuff that surround that that storyline that I really, really do like. Very small things. Uh, for example, I'm going to start this up. For instance, uh, the swamp, the swamp troopers that they added in, or the mud troopers. Okay, yeah. Uh, that they added in for for Solo, the mud skulls. I thought those, first of all. I brought up a picture of them because I was just looking at them. Yeah. Not too long ago. Here. I actually forgot. And they look they look like a military soldier, finally. Like they've got the the dark, muddy, kind of camouflage-esque. Like I know they're all like snowtroopers are white because they're in the snow. But this actually like <laughs> looks like this one's mud because like, practic- it's in the mud. Yeah. But this one looked more practical. They had like things. Like armor sleeves on, on their their chest, uh, the chest piece. The blast. Yeah. I mean, it just. I, I really like them. I thought it was a nice, and you just get to see them in action. Yeah, and it just makes sense. The armor looked cool. They just reminded me of more of like a soldier that we know, um, with a darker green mud camouflage. What about the? I thought those are cool. Fucking shoulder pad troopers. The snow. The, I don't. What are they called again? The range troopers. The white Range ones, troopers. the white ones with the fur. That was the other new one that they introduced. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, those are cool. They're all right. Fuck They're you. like a uh, fuck you, fuck you. I don't talk about not, it. Not too bad. I don't talk about it. <laughs> no, if you have uh, ones that you're thinking of uh, that that are that have been introduced recently, yeah, fucking shout them out. Um, the second one's really obvious to me: uh, Imperial security droids, K two S O droids. Yep. It's really cool that there's a competent droid. <laughs> Let me just say that. Like, R2 and C-3PO are super helpful. bb 8s great for what, what he is, but they're not competent. They, they can't... r is competent. It almost doesn't make sense. Yeah, but he's supposed to fix ships, not murder other droids. Like, so he's not competent at murder, shield generator. Is <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's 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 way out there. Having a an imperial security droid just makes a lot of sense. For sure. If yeah. shit goes awry, we're sending these fuckers out, and it's gonna at least bare minimum. Even if it's against a jet, it's gonna slow them the fuck down. Like that Revan aspect. Yeah. All Starforge <laughs> fucking droids go after Revan. We're just trying to slow them down. Either way, they're gonna be really um, secure. Yeah, yeah, and, and most of these are kind of. Uh, Concepts or like small additions like that. I don't have too many actual 
uh, characters. But um, <laughs> well, that's one thing they like to do with everything is like, regardless of the era, they bring in new types of stormtroopers, new types of TIE fighters. Same thing happened with Rogue One. Same thing goes on in Rebels, too. There's new types of troopers and there's new types of uh, TIE fighters and stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure what I meant by this, but I say <clears throat> I, I put the transition from religion to war because we get from like a very religious hoity-toity Jedi point of view. And no. then obviously the waters get muddied and we get to this rebellion, which really is a terrorist group from a certain point of view. But that transition of good to good is, are on completely different spectrums. Yeah. They're both on the good side, supposedly. Um, but, I mean, as different as you can. Spies, murder, blowing up innocents. I mean, <laughs> the rebels, and that's what I've always wanted the rebels to be, are borderline bad guys, but for a, be for a greater cause. And that's what they we get with Cassie and Andor. Yeah, they need a little He's bit of murdering. an edge. Yeah. Well, and it kind of closes the gap from... Um, like bounty hunters who in a general sense are bad people they're murderers but it closes that gap from bounty hunter to rebel because they there's an overlying evil in the in, in uh, the galactic empire yeah so it's cool to see like very different people interact with each other for a greater cause even though they would probably hate each other uh, uh, you know outside of the certain circumstances yeah but any thoughts on that uh i guess uh well, overall thought was the religion to war i don't transition. know i don't get the religion part still but i know what you mean talking about the rebels they needed an edge they needed something they needed some sort of risk some sort of stakes um yeah and you, you don't really see that in the old ones because it's 70s happy dancing i i don't know what you mean by religion though the jedi or our religion Oh, yeah, but they're all gone. They're all dead. Exactly. So we transitioned from religion to war. Jesus Christ. And the physical passing I of the guess. knowledge from Ahsoka to the rebels. So she took what the Jedi failed in, in their old, old ancient religion that shot him in the back. You mean that some part of the rebels are holding the ideals of the religion that is now gone? I mean, they have to pass it through because obviously we get to... Uh, a point of Ray. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, it's very different times from we're protecting people in a religious aspect and, and, you know, trying to help people out and then everything goes awry and it's the complete opposite. We're trying to kill people just to stay alive. Right. So it's like a very different mindset, almost for the same cause. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to save it's be good people. Um, but, you know, Sometimes you need to kill bad guys. And uh, sometimes you <laughs> even do. Even the Jedi, we don't believe in killing our enemies. Well, you fucking should because they're your enemies. And it's almost like the downfall of. of... <sighs> I can't believe Anakin was so in depth in the Jedi that he wanted to save, or he was trying to use the Jedi's own rules to save Sidious. He must go to trial. What? <laughs> He's too dangerous to be left alive. Bitch, it's your rule that I'm upholding. What are you talking about, Mace? That's true. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, because when the circumstances change, everything else goes out the window. And that's yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. Goes out the window. Is that transition? You can't your your religious rules and all that don't apply in war. Right. You have to do what must be done, and then you can get back to peace. Right. You know, and Mace Mace knew that, but you know, Anakin you had other window. ideas about and limbs. If, and if you have to throw them out the window, the window, then why have them in the first place if they don't apply? All right. So we're gonna be gonna get that Ray comic post episode nine all right continuing on uh continuing on uh this is one of my characters director krennic i thought was a, a great addition to that that timeline and it added a lot of depth to the imperial command and how it bleeds down from vader to tarkin down to a krennic yep and then all the like engineers of the death star but it also helps separate them like Vader was like pissed that Director Krennic came straight to him. Oh yeah, like He's you like, are not welcome here. You're going over Tarkin's helmet. Get the f- <laughs> exactly. You went over Tarkin's helmet, and Tarkin doesn't even. He's not even supposed to be here. Yeah, because that dusty bitch. <laughs> you gotta he, talk to my secretary, you know, man. Get the fuck out. Make an appointment. But I think the uh, the character of Director Krennic does a lot to add to the original trilogy characters you know the the i thought the cold-bloodedness of tarkin came out when he was dealing with director krennic stealing the plans well stealing the um claiming claiming the the, the death star for his own yeah even though he had stealing little to nothing to do do with it but yeah. um it's also nice to see a little bit of like bureaucracy within the empire like a lot of yep. it is just well, the admirals and the soldiers are just doing this. And Vader is kind of running amok because he's a Sith Lord. So he chokes a couple of them and that's it. But you don't see any like conflict amongst the ranks. So it's interesting to see like Krennic's been working on this project and then his superior is just taking it out from under him because he just can. He doesn't give a shit. So that's interesting yeah. to see. Uh, moving right along, uh, the Death Troopers are one of the most badass things as far as troopers that have ever been added. Until they show up in Rebels, yes. I agree with you. I love the Death Troopers. Me too. They're fucking sweet. I think they they needed a special band of special forces in the Imperial Navy or whatever, Imperial Army. All the stormtroopers that are running around, I don't care if you're a scout trooper or any of it, you all suck ass <laughs> and... Your father. One little dude, like a fucking strong punch would kill all of them. Yeah. Death Troopers were formidable, and I was happy that they finally got to that point. And just the small little aspects with the communication thing where it scrambled it and, and then, you know, received it and retranslated. It's such a badass idea. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, and they look, they're murdered out. They're completely murdered out, looking black on black on black. They had the black decals. They got the Hemi badge on the side of their <laughs> their helmets. I fucking love it. Uh, they look cool. They sound cool, and they are cool. Sign me up. Um, that's the one of the, the of things cool. that I've really hated about the original trilogy: how incompetent the troopers are. Yeah, um, they get nothing done. And I think that's that's what actually the prequels did very well. Like the clones were formidable, mm-hmm. which you know, clones are fucking savage. I'm not going to say that the best. 
I'm not going to say that the droids weren't formidable, but we do see a little bit of like eh, the average droid. You could literally push them over and they probably are broken. I think but, it's a um, matter of framing because, yeah, like in the cartoons, the droids do nothing. They say Roger, Roger, and then they fall over. They get blasted like so quick. But then you have moments like the scene in Mandalorian when he's having that flashback and like the super battle droids are giant Terminators that are murdering everything. So I think yeah. that I think that's also a part of how they frame the story too. Like, you know, no no one was shooting well, Luke need- and Leia back in seventy seven. It just wasn't happening, right? Well, you you need um you need kind of throwaway troopers. I I, I get it, uh, but I do think the Clone Wars cartoon and you know throughout the prequels they they both sides are very formidable. I I do feel like especially like on Geonosis, like the droids are fucking shit up. Yeah. And they're marching and you just see like people start dying. You're like, oh shit. Like yep. this is an actual war all the time. <laughs> the, the war has begun, yes. Begun war the clone war has. Uh moving right along. Han and Chewie's meeting. Yeah. All right, moving right along. And you don't have to um, get in depth with anything that comes from Solo. I'm on board for all of it. I thought everything that Solo <laughs> added to Canon was great. Um I have no complaints. Yeah, I just, you know, it, it jumped out to me. It, that was a very pinnacle thing to put on, very risky thing to put on screen. Um, you know, especially with all the risks they were already taking, having a younger Han mm-hmm. choosing uh, who they did. It could have gone very wrong. And I think a lot of people could have had a lot of issues. That's one of the things, even if people didn't like Solo, I, I don't hear a lot of issues with that scene with uh, how Chewie and Han meet. Right. Um, you know, they, they help each other out and, you know, they both benefit from it. And that's kind of what their relationship was going forward. You know, they they work uh, well with each other, basically. Um, I actually also wrote, you know, with Han getting thrown down there and helping Chewie out, there was some sense of an unspoken life debt. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we mentioned when we were reviewing the movie that it is unspoken and we're glad it's unspoken. Like there isn't like a Zelbar conversation where he says, this is the custom of my people. (laughs) I owe you a life debt now. I'm going to follow you around until I die. No, no. And I, yeah, if they would have read it out to us, it would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, It's just understood. The idea of having one that's unspoken, um, you know, I don't think they really hinted hard to it. But, you know, it is there, yeah. I, I feel. For uh, sure. At least from Chewbacca's uh, point of view. Um, actually, you know, I <laughs> I saw like a meme about Chewbacca being so old. He, they're basically, he's like, dude, Han was basically his like third dog. Like <laughs> he's had humans before. <laughs> That's funny because Chewie is the furry one. And you think of like him being Han's sidekick or Han's pet. But Chewie's the one that's really in charge, man. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah, it's, he's been yeah. around the block. He knows what's up. He's got to feed him, wipe his ass. <laughs> uh, Put on right, diapers. Right, we're gonna get through this. Um, Vader, I, I wrote Vader's cold descent, detaching himself from who he used to be. Uh, we see a lot of that in Rebels with his interactions with Ahsoka. We yeah. see, we see kind of the well, visual play out of this with at the end of Rogue One where he's just 
he's no longer a person. Mm-hmm. This dude's a murdering bastard that no one understands, and he's, he's alone machine. forever. Yeah. Um, but we do see it was nice to see it in the Clone Wars that that downfall, and then in the Rebels where he's there's still small little aspects on what was it not Dathomir, uh, where he faces Ahsoka. Uh, Malachor, Malachor Five. Malachor, thank you. Um, where he faces Ahsoka there, and you finally see like he's he's more machine now than man, but visually, right? Like you even see his Anakin's face, and he's no longer there. It's blank hatred. Um, it's just the Sith eye. I thought they did that. I thought they did that and and explained that and played it out extremely well. The execution of Vader's downfall, uh, e- e- even in a cartoon aspect was done very well. Um, that's what I've always wanted to see. That's why that's one of my favorite books is I want to hear his inner thoughts, his, his inner pissed about um, just everything. His inner piss. I agree. Uh, and we, uh, like I said, we don't, we don't ever see that uh, in the original trilogy till the end of six, where he's like, you've constructed a new lightsaber. But he's not 100% pissed. It's <laughs> the only time he's not pissed. He's just curious. Like, yeah, hey, it's a pretty good engineer. I had one of these when I... I always wish I could have had a green one. Uh, I'll finish this up. Got two more. Saul Guerrero. I like the character. Yep. I think he plays a pivotal point. I think he plays a, a uh, kind of a contrasting point. We've got the rebellion. Then we've got the psychopaths who are also for that greater good, but just ruthless in their, in their uh, conquest of that greater good. Yeah. They've left... All morals out. Yep. All bets are off. I do feel like, like where we were just talking about where the Jedi are more of a religion, and you have the rebels, and then Saul Guerrero is the complete opposite, where he's he's almost no better than the Imperials themselves. He's just a little more of an asset because they're killing Imperials. (laughs) So um, they use him when they need him. Exactly, but he is almost like an enemy, like. Isn't it Mon Mothma? Like, oh yeah, she like slow plays it. She's like, ah, we can't even get in front of this dude. He's a psychopath, but he's also <laughs> really well grounded and has his like bunker of people around him. Like, he's very guarded, Isn't very secretive, forty years, very murder filled. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's like he's taking. How am I trying to say this? It needs to come out the right way. He's doing what the Jedi did in the Clone Wars to their religion, to what the Rebellion is supposed to stand for. Like he's kind of losing, almost losing sight of like what the Rebellion is supposed to be doing because he's taking it that far. Like he believes in it so much that he's even going a little bit overboard with it. If that makes any sense. Even doing, yeah, but even doing that in a war time has its uses. Yeah. Yeah. They play on Being that. that ruthless, you want someone that ruthless on your fucking side. You At least it. he's fighting for the same. Don't you? Uh, the dream or what? What does he call it? Yeah, it's. What does he say? It. Do you the believe? Pilot. The pilot. <laughs> Go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I I thought they, that uh, the addition of of Saw Gerrera was a cool contrast to what I've always hated about the rebels, where they happy dance. There is some deep darkness bleak blackness uh <laughs> to the rebels um and yeah he fits it perfectly I, I i like him i like him in rebels i'm sorry i like him in uh rogue one um and I, even when he pops up in jedi fallen order like yep. 
I like that. You see, you see his purpose almost in that, and he's he's using everything, all his resources to get what what he wants done, uh, whether everybody likes it or not. Mm-hmm. He has his, and he has his followers, which is cool, very cool. Um, I want to wrap this up. The last one was the uh, purge troopers. Uh, just to finalize oh, the shit. the fallen order, I love the purge troopers from fallen order. Um, and the different styles of them, they're like focused focused on different, um, different weapons, techniques, different diff- weapons, yeah, different techniques, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Damn, yeah. But it says specifically that the purge troopers were commanded by Vader and the Inquisitors. Um, I did have a snippet here that I thought you would really like. Some of the purge troopers were actually the last batch of clones. Oh hell yes. Making up for what so that fucking lieutenant that I tried to hire and he missed Obi-Wan Kenobi's shot and he got away. I'm trying to make up for that. Maybe Commander Cody, maybe I became a Perch Trooper. I thought that was really cool that uh, they were kind of finishing up the last batch and they and they ended up using those. Like and they were completely unlocked, I think. So they were the last batch of Django clones. Um, ended up being Imperial Purge troopers. Uh, not only are they badass and difficult to beat in the game, uh, they look cool. They make sense. Uh, they do have the uh, version two or whatever you fucking call it of the clone armor, so it's resistant to lightsaber. Oh, lightsabers! Wow. Nice. Uh, so there's a lot of cool aspects around the Purge trooper um, that I just love. Again, it's it's kind of along the lines of Death Troopers, Imperial Security Droids, competent enemies is all yes. I need. Because if you can have kick competent enemies, yeah. your heroes have to be even better. Yes, exactly. Yeah, man, I just, sorry, I'm going to get triggered again. I scrolled past some mod, a picture of a mod from Battlefront where there was a Purge Trooper as like a special upgraded class in Battlefront. And I'm just thinking like, man, how fucking cool would it have been to have like Purge Troopers with like five different skins and... God damn, motherfucker. <laughs> they just take everything. EA! Why in some areas is it so easy for them to add depth and make it so robust? But in other areas, like in the video game, it's just like, it feels like they can't get anything done. I don't understand the difference. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bring it back yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, you know, we always, we always blame EA. But it wasn't it DICE that kind of was the DICE engine is a developer. It? But, you know, they are restricted in some sense by what EA decides and how much what they give them as far as budget and manpower, you know? Yeah, well, I'm assuming well, DICE has a lot on their docket. They're not just doing Star Wars stuff. They have actually good video games that they have to work on, too. <laughs> yes, they have um, to make real games. But, yeah, I just... I wonder if there was a disconnect between EA and Dice, Dice and 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 Disney, Disney and EA. Like, there's got to be something there. I feel like making a skin is not that hard. I like they made yeah. thirty clones. Why is there thirty clone armors? <laughs> but we can't even get skins. a bird trooper. Yeah. Yeah, like even at the very least, just having that as like a skin for the heavy class would have been cool. But whatever. Yeah. It yeah. is what it oh, yeah. is. I think what they've done with the uh, the original tri- trilogy era, they they've added so much depth to it, which I I personally think they needed. Um, the original trilogy uh, storyline was pretty straightforward. That I, I'm not shitting on it. They they 
1977. They had to make a fucking movie. Um, so yes, they did. They did what they did, and it, it launched all this stuff. But it's cool to be able to kind of re revitalize it. everything that they yeah that they that they built there. Um, yeah, you know, and one offs like the Han and Chewie meeting. Like, thank fuck that happened. Yep, on screen, and it, and it ended up well. Um, yeah, I just I, I like it. So I'm gonna have to go watch Solo this weekend. It's been so long. Yeah, I think I already voted on Joker. I might, I might boot that up, but uh, yeah, yeah. Let cool. us know your thoughts on uh, Jocasta New. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite addition to the the, the canon. Is her? Um, cool, good list. No, I like it. I like it. It's nice to have that. Uh, additions. I would say like, I hate having to rank the trilogies or the eras, but I would say original trilogy is probably like at the bottom of my list of the Star Wars eras. So when things like this can happen and spark a little more interest in it, I appreciate that. So good shit, Mopar. Well done. My good and faithful apprentice. My faith in you is restored. We're done. We're done. We're done. I want some orange soda. I want some pizza. <laughs> I want some cookies. Pizza sounds good. I need to fix my back because I don't know if I can get out of the chair right now. I need to fix my back. So pizza sounds so, great. Someone, I'm broken. Someone hand me my uh, controller. I'm just going to sit here and play video games. I Can can't someone move. feed me Please. a pizza? Put the tube. Put the tube on my arm. Put midichlorians in my blood. All right. That's enough. Look at my eyes. <laughs> What's wrong with your crazy eyes, old man? <sighs> all right. Well, that's all. Um, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in there. Yeah, thank you.